0: when i uh when i started this podcast it was more for um because i had done podcasting before but it was more for like sports and stuff and uh last year i started this one and it was more like it was kind of a rough time for me in my life so i just started it to kind of honestly it was kind of like therapeutical and just i could talk every week you know and it ended up now it's like Almost like this community, and luckily enough for me, like each week um, I don't really like struggle to think about what to talk about. But when I asked you to do it, it got so real, and I'm like, I need to come up with something to talk to you about. And ironically, <laughs> I, ironically enough, I started reading the book you gave me, The Mastery, and uh, that fir- the first couple of chapters, uh, it was like Discover Your Calling is what it was called, and I just wanted to. Read a like, read a little, read something from it real quick, and then uh, just like ask you about it real quick. Is that cool? Oh yeah, that's So the first like I highlight, I even highlighted it. I don't, you know, I got I got real serious into it. So <laughs> it says uh, it says you were born with a particular makeup and tendencies that mark you as a piece of fate. It is who you are to the core. Some people never become who they are. They stop trusting in themselves and they conform to the taste of others, and they end up wearing a mask that hides their true nature. If you allow yourself to learn who you really are by paying attention to that voice and force within you, then you can become who you are fated to become, an individual a master. And when I read that, I thought about, because when I first started college and community college, I was doing accounting. And to be honest with you, Jose, it was because my dad was an accountant. And so I was like... You know, maybe I'll get lucky and all those skills that he had will get, you know, transformed down to me somehow. And I think like a big part of it was a lot of social pressure. And so, you know, it, didn't, it took me about two to three changes in my major until I even got to education, you know. And even, yeah. even starting this podcast six months ago until now, I still sometimes doubt, you know, if I'm even in the right major and all that. And so I'm wondering, I'm wondering for you, was there ever a time, you know, as you look back, obviously, now when you're teaching and stuff, do you, was there ever a time, you know, you felt that pressure or, you know, was teaching, was teaching, I sh- let's start with this, was teaching your first thing that you always wanted to do?
1: Mm, you no, know, not at all. It's a good, uh, good way to bridge the conversation. Um, and thank you for bringing up Mastery. I consider that to be like, uh, as I told you, a a mentor book, right? I I refer to it and I read it at different times of my life and it makes me reflect Yeah, but the the main point is that we're it's a very tough decision, right? And it's a lot of pressure into it to say, "Wow, do I know right now what I want to do for the rest of my life?" Right? Mm-hmm. It's a really hard decision, right? Yeah. Um, and and that hard decision, we tend to listen to the voices of others, people that we trust, right? Um, and so we kind of give up that inner voice, right? And so. In my own decision making to arrive at what I want to do in my life, I also went through a process of like, well, I should do this because society says that
0: this is going to give me the most value, right? When I was in high school, I wanted to be a computer engineer, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Like, well, this is what is in demand. Um, this is what's
0: going to make me a lot of money. This is the smart move to make, right? Mm-hmm.
1: And at that point in my life, I was more of an introvert. I was quiet. Um, I didn't like to be in public. So it seemed like a nice fit. I have money. It fits me as a person. Right. But then once I started doing internships and started seeing what computer engineers actually do on their time, I'm like, wow, I don't want this. This isn't me. Yeah. I don't care if they're professing how much money they're making. I'm going to sit in this booth for 10 hours and I'm going to be miserable every (laughs) single day of my life. Right. Yeah. And, want that what else is out there you know mm-hmm. um, and so and that it creates a little bit of a
0: crisis right not a huge crisis crisis but like a, a small crisis right attention within yourself right oh, yeah absolutely. And within your community yeah, yeah.
1: It's like in all these decisions that I'm moving away from careers, I'm having a dialogue with myself, and I'm trying to like, I'm affirming who I am as a person and what I want to do. And the more I became aware of that inner voice, those values, the more it made sense why I was moving away from certain certain careers. Right? Yeah. Once you you find your comfort with your own self, your own skin, and you know, frankly, I think we're always growing and changing. Um, I think the decision becomes easier. You know, it's not like a one moment, aha. Uh-huh. Maybe there is for some people. I definitely believe there's a possibility for that. But for some people, it's a journey of discovery. But it's always like a negotiation between what the community outside your life wants and then what you want,
0: right? Yeah. And I think like, you know, I was going to ask you too, that's like almost perfect because I was going to ask you, you know, for people that listen and I think especially for, you know, younger people coming out of high school or, you know, in the middle of college, you know, you you talked about that, that inner voice, you know, when I was going for business, I knew like right away, like this wasn't meant for me, you know, and I, and I, you, you talked about that inner voice. And I think that, like, for me, even, like, two, three major, when I would change my major, I'm like, I would just have to keep listening to myself, like, this isn't right, this isn't right, you know? And then you said, you know, like, you know, just being honest, and I think even, you know, you could be 30 years into your career, right? And you were like, well, I don't really want to do this anymore, or this really wasn't for me. And I think some people, like you said, might settle, you know, they might do a career for 40 years, absolutely hate it. So, like, how do you, you think that, like you said, kind of just listening to your inner voice, like, just, I mean, like, for people that, are, that might feel lost, you know, and struggling, like, um, you know, some people aren't fortunate enough to have the aha moment. Like, luckily enough for me, like, it took two, two changes, but now I feel like with teaching, I feel like I finally had my aha moment. What do you think for someone that might be listening that's like, you know, I really have zero clue what to do should they just keep listening to themselves or what do you think?
1: Oh, that's a really good question. And I think, um, and I, I've actually given this some thought, you know, like reflecting on my experiences from high school, talking to counselors, making the big decisions, you know. Mm-hmm. They make it seem like it's like a life or death kind of situation and absolute. The reality is that that's not true. There's always like a spectrum of possibility, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Yes, you could go to X college, this college, that college, maybe you don't want any college, maybe you want to to start your own business, right? There's different pathways, but the way they present it to us is either and either or choice, but that's not true, right? And I think what helps is seeing that there's a multiplicity of options, seeing that they're not permanent, right? Mm -hmm. Um, To your point, the famous Vincent van Gogh, painter, artist. He started painting when he was 30 years old. Mm, yeah. He didn't grow up painting. Mm-hmm. He didn't say, oh, he wasn't cultivated by, you know, families of artists. And he decided one day that he wanted to do that. And he just, it, it felt to him, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and sometimes that's part of the journey. You going through a motion of, I'm going to go into business because this is what my family has done and this is the what I think I'll do good in. Um, and then eventually you're doing the craft and then you figure out this is not for you. Maybe you're good at it, but it's not you. I'll tell you a quick anecdote, right? Yeah. I used to work in business and marketing before. Um, and I remember this guy who was really good at it and the entire department and heads. They're in love with this guy. He was just like the perfect embodiment of what they wanted and employed, right? He just killed it. He was, the minute he, he got into the job, he was back. But then he left, right? And I asked him, I was like, what happened? Why, you were like receiving all the accolades. You were at the peak of your game. Why would you just leave? He's like, Jose, I realized that I wasn't happy. That I was forcing myself to do this to make everybody else happy. But I was miserable inside, right? I even turned to, uh, he had a, um, a relapse and he started drinking again, right? Mm-hmm. To cover that, that pain, that agony, you know? And so much so that he's like, Sundays were suicide Sundays for him because he dreaded the idea of going to the office the next morning. Mm. He just dreaded it. He spent the entire weekend thinking how close he was to that Monday, right? Yeah. Now think about living your entire life like that. Mm. You make good money, and then because you're, you're you're miserable in the office, you spend it lavishly on stuff, experiences, drinking, and whatnot. It's kind of like a like a healing balm, right? Yeah. But then you go back to the office, and it starts all over again. So it becomes this very nasty cycle of I'm getting benefit, but I'm also getting hurt at the same time, right? Yeah. So, you go through a series of experiences like that in which you're like, this is not me, and this is what I always tell people. Two things that you have to define for yourself to clarify that inner voice, right? You're never fully going to be completely independent as a human being. You're always going to be integrated into a community of thinkers, of a family master, right? That's, that's a given, right? Yeah. But in that mix, you want to have your own independent voice. And to define your voice, you need to define two things for yourself. One, what is happiness for you? Not what society says. Not what your family says. Right? Not what uh, your generation says. What you say is happiness to you. If not going to college and opening up your own business is happiness for you, then that's your path. That's and do everything you have inside you to make that, that vision into reality, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Number two, what is success to you? Not to everybody else, but to yourself. Once you define those two things for yourself, you you will disconnect from all these external pressures, all these things we even heard that say that we should be X, Y, and Z. We're living other people's happiness and dreams and goals. But once you figure out what those two things mean to you,
0: you and help you find your pathway. Yeah. I think that's that's amazing because I think that for some people, you know, I think that especially I remember coming out of high school and it's like I came from a small town and I I really didn't have too many opportunities as far as um, seeing like a lot of career paths. And so I kind of just guessed. And I think a lot of young people and uh, have to face that challenge of just guessing. You know, and I, and I think that we stress sometimes as society out of high school or at a young age that you need to figure out, you know, what you're going to be doing for the rest of your life really quick. And I think that you made a good point when you say that if you go out of high school and you want to start your own business, if that's happiness and success to you, then I think that we should promote more, you know, why can't people have two or three different, you know, avenues to the that end up at their path, you know, instead of one path fits all you know because I think that some people start to get stressed like that that person you talked about that you know started drinking and and everything I think that that's a you know a, a time old tale of of facing that pressure you know and just going back to that job just because you know as society keeps telling you you know you can't really go do what you want because you know you're looked at as this person you know it's like Like when you ask that person why would you leave, you know, you were like the quintessential person that that was right for this job, but for him that wasn't happiness, you know. And I think that sometimes, like I had it, I had it confused for a long time, you know. I never, I never really knew what my happiness was, and it's taken me 22 years, you know, my whole life to even still now I really don't know, like you know, what quite my happiness is. Yeah, like the past year I've I've started to find it, but. I think that you hit hit it right on the head, you know. You know, you got to find your happiness and then you got to find what success is because at the end of the day, you know, in your last, you know, when you grow old, you're the only person that knew, you know, if you were happy, you know. And I think that sometimes people might try to live that life for other people and what other people see of them instead of, you know, mm-hmm. listening to their voice, you know.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And along with that, What's going to help you kind of like balance things out between, well, you can't just do everything you want and I need to survive. Mm-hmm. You also have to experience things, you know. Yeah. Uh, we, we only experience careers as an ideal or life calling, right? Yeah. As an ideal, but you need to experience it. So take as many internships as possible, talk to people who do that kind of work. Try to get a nitty-gritty of what it is to live in that space, you know? Yeah. Because you might love creative aspects of things, but you don't like it in a certain way. Maybe it's too institutional of you becoming an architect, you know? Yeah. Or, you know, so there's some practicalities to it that will help you. And sometimes within that career, you'll find that there's branches of different opportunities. And also... Why can't you be an accountant and also do art and the science?
0: Mm, yeah. You know? Yeah.
1: So we think that there's these very neat formulas, but there's actually a lot of variations that people can do. you just got to be very creative and open to possibilities. Yeah. Maybe you just become an accountant for a few years so you can build your money, your nest egg, so that you can invest in your own business and maybe you want to travel for a couple of years and come back and figure things out. It's, there's no one path. That's what I think what kills us the most when making these transitions is that we think that, oh, I'm not following the path that this person did or my father did it this way or my cousin did it this way so I'm supposed to do it. There's multiple ways of doing it, you know? It's just what that book teaches you mastery. What I like about it is that it says, whatever you're good at, just do that. Yeah. Be, be the master mm-hmm. of that right? And success will come along with it because the people who actually chase money and want success with their ideas tend not to happen. The masters that we respect and admire for the past 300 years, they actually went into the whatever they wanted, creating things, writing, painting, engineering out of pure love for the craft, and they they did everything they could to become a master at it, and then money and success came along with it mm. because no one else could do it better.
0: Yeah, right. I think Those that's to consider. I think that's super important too. You know, because you know, like you said, if you can go into something just purely for the love of it, I think that you know, especially in the creative aspect, but this can maybe be applied to you know a lot of other careers. Is that if you go into it with a genuine love for it, people will feel that genuineness and, and they'll know that you're being true to it and you know, that success and you know, even if you you know, you don't come you, you don't come out with a lot of money, you're still gonna be happy and, and successful in your mind and really there's no price on that. You know, and I think, Oh yeah, absolutely. There's know.
1: research that actually says that um the golden point of money making should be like eighty thousand dollars. And they found that a correlation that the more money you make after that, the more unhappy you are
0: mm.
1: um it's just the right striking point where you have enough to live and take care of yourself and and buy your luxuries, but not so much so that now you enter into another realm of materialism yeah so interesting that and, and you know we don't think about well, maybe there's like a balance point I don't really need to be uber rich. this is enough for me yeah. Contentment, yeah. you know yeah. It took me a while to learn that, contentment. Be okay with some things. I don't need to be chasing all these dreams, and I don't want to be the next millionaire. I'm happy with the life that I have. You know, because sometimes in chasing that kind of, like, wealth or fame or power, you you sacrifice so much to get there that you have very little left for everything else, right? So there's always trade-offs. Like, I know people who commute three hours one way, three hours another way to get that six-figure job they don't have time for themselves they're a doctor but they have devs and they're working all the time they miss all critical events of their loved ones some people don't want that some people want time for themselves and that's actually worth more than the job
0: yeah. you know yeah I think that like, well. I think that yeah. sometimes too I think that like what you're talking about you know how you know that really golden eight like golden spot of money you know I think that sometimes people you know lose sight of what they have in their own life. You know, I think that sometimes... Because I think... I genuinely believe that you could be a billionaire and still be super happy. I think that yeah, you just... If, you know, if you do it for the right reasons and you, and you value what you have in your own life... You know, because we yeah. see you see all the time, you know, you you can compare like a millionaire to someone that's homeless with not a lot of money, you know, and the homeless person's more happy. And it's like, well, how can that be? But it's like... It's because that person wakes up and, you know, faces the circumstances, but they still value the things they have in their own life, you know. And I think that, you know, especially with um, social media and being able to, like, portray, like, a life that you might not be as happy living, but people, you know, you're getting likes from it and all this stuff and attention. I think that sometimes looking at the, you know, grass on the other side, as they say, you know, it's sometimes not always greener you know i think that mm. you know like you said i really think that you hit it really really spot on with the two steps you know your happiness and your success because no matter how much money you make if you don't if it doesn't make you happy that money is just paper you know yeah mm. i don't yeah, know absolutely. Yeah. yeah i agree so yeah absolutely i was gonna
1: say that um you have to define what that means to you and like you said you know it, 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 it's not an either or right it's not either you're going to be poor and but happy or rich and miserable that's not the reality of it there's a spectrum of things right or maybe for a few years you're miserable but then you could be happy
0: mm-hmm. right mm-hmm.
1: um and so i think that's what helped me along the journey too the idea that you know what why am I buying into this notion that I'm going to be doing this for the rest of my life? Like, no. I think life is a series of changes and metamorphoses. right? As I go along in this path, I might decide tomorrow that I don't want to do that and that's perfectly fine, right? Yeah. Uh, I can make a switch and I'm open to that discovery, open to that, the mystery of what lies ahead. I think sometimes when your life is defined to the teeth, that's when it feels like
0: no longer a joy for me, yeah I think that um I think that you're you know two steps I, I'm gonna call them your two steps Jose, but I think that <laughs> I think that you really really um hit it spot on like I said, and I think that you know people that are listening I think it's really gonna help because even hearing you say that right now you know I never really thought of it like that, and one thing that I really love you know when talking to people and getting to do stuff like this is just you know, you might hear something like you might think that, you know, that idea, you know, but just hearing you say that in a little different way, you know, a nice, easy two. it's, it's two things. It's your define your own happiness define your own success. And for some people, maybe they don't get that idea quite yet right now, but I think that it's just a beautiful thing to just hear it in a different way. And I don't know, I, I, uh, like I said earlier, I, uh, you know, can't thank you enough. I think that, um, for doing this and, uh, I think that the knowledge you just shared, um, I genuinely think that it, it's going to help a lot of people, so um, thank you for doing this. Oh, of course, you know, my knowledge is, I,
1: I, I have a long way to go, right? But one little cup of knowledge that I have, I always love to share it, you know, ideas from here are not meant to just be kept and sold, you have it, let's, let's transform people one person at a time, you know, if I have it here take these two cents that someone gave me maybe they're not as useful as a tool to me but they could be a useful tool to you